start recording. All right. She's recording. <laughs> All right. Kim's leader said, or should we ask, should Kareem do our intro? Because he's got the <laughs> I just want Kareem to say everything for this podcast because he's got the best. Welcome to the barbecue. <laughs> Is that? Oh <laughs> Wait, no. How much was that mic real quick? Was that headset? I got it from my job because I work from home, so like they gave it to me. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. Okay, y'all good. Yeah. Welcome to the barbecue. This is weird. Not doing it. Right. Yeah. Welcome back to barbecue. <laughs> What is it? Season three? I think it's season six. Season, season five. Wait. Season five, season five. Because first season five. Mm-hmm. Season five point something. Because yeah. Yeah. This is the new normal. <laughs> so I guess this is the part where we explain what we're doing. So we're trying something new. We're trying to continue the barbecue. Um, trying to keep the legacy going because there's a lot of stuff happening in hip hop, even though the world is on pause right now. And um, we got obviously me back. I'm here. I'm a host now. <laughs> and then we brought Kareem back. Yay. And me just doing things. Sid, you want to give us your grand vision for uh, the new world order of the barbecue? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So basically, um, you know, quarantine in session at the moment. We we couldn't even finish season four of the barbecue in studio. We just stopped the show. We just stopped it. You know, and I took some time to think about it. I was like, you know what? It was cool, you know, while it lasted, you know, but we put a lot of time and effort into the show, into the graphics, into the creative side of it. I was like, I don't want to just, you know, go to work or work from home every day and then go to sleep or go grocery shopping. (laughs) I was like, you know what? We need to keep this going. Plus, it's fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. I've been having a lot of fun, like finding new songs, stuff like that. Um, with the playlists and the leaked um, leaked songs that have come off of Reddit, which is so random. Like, Reddit. Super random. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Barbecue. You want to know anything going on with your, you know, favorite underground-ish, you know, artist? Mm-hmm. Follow our page, okay? Yeah. At the double underscore barbecue. I should plug at the end, but I'm going to plug at the beginning. Because we've been posting, but it's barbecue year round. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> right. Now that we're all inside, all weather is barbecue weather. All weather is barbecue weather. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I think it's interesting too because we are officially a national podcast because we got people in every corner of the world. Like, yeah. I'm in Honolulu, Hawaii. Sid, where are you? I'm in Silver Spring, Maryland, slash DC. Yeah, where are you, Devin? I am still out here in Missouri. (laughs) The birthplace? Yeah, yeah. Back back here in the birthplace of the barbecue, Columbia, Missouri. No, no, no shedding tears. Not over, okay? It's just beginning. That's the beginning. (laughs) okay yeah so we tell us a little bit about the podcast you made the new music monday ah, we made it. Ah, we made it. new music monday let me tell you about it <laughs> Actually, like i feel like it's like sometimes you know throughout life you kind of like get into this mode where you're just going every day, going every day. You don't really stop to, you know, tune into new music. It's like months later and you're like, oh, that person dropped that song. 
back in April and it's like December and the song was fire. And you're like, if I had paid attention, I would have caught that way back when. And I would have been put on. But, you know, now that you do news, New Music Monday every Monday, I'm like, well, I've been put on to so many new artists from doing it. I hope I'm putting other people on. Um, I like making the covers. It's like relaxing. It's like a little, it's like knitting almost, but not really. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And this New Music Monday, um, we each picked a song to talk about. Yes. So, Kareem, do you want to go first? Oh, well, my song that I chose was uh, Dragon Ball Durag, I believe, by Thundercat. It's brand new. And it's just, no, it's the remix to it, actually, uh, featuring Smino and Guapad. So it's pretty cool. It's different than the original. I actually feel like I love the original better, uh, only because... You know, it, it's just, it's a vibe and everything. But Smino definitely put his uh, St. Louis touch that he normally does with everything. He blessed the track. Uh, yeah, this is pretty decent. I have to give it a, I feel like it has to grow on me. Um, just because, like, I don't know, it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. Thundercat, I, I saw Thundercat at my first concert I ever went to. His music is an experience. I feel like it's definitely like an acquired taste. I really, I like his music because it reminds me of video games. And I think that that's definitely like where he is like mainly inspired for his music, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, but it was pretty chaotic. So I think that, and Dragon Ball Durag is like really popular on TikTok right now. Isn't really? it? I don't know. I think so. I heard it once on the TikTok. I might be the most in tune to TikTok out of the three of us. <laughs> hey, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm there, but you know, that is actually a bop. I like his whole demeanor. I like his image. I love everything about Thundercat. He's, he's like the, what it used to be in the 70s or the 80s, but for us, you know, in the now, I like it. It's a little blast from the past. A little blast from the past, yeah. Um, I guess I can go next because I really liked um, Hot Girl Bummer by Black Bear because I really like his sad boy anthems and I don't know I feel like maybe I'm in the minority but I feel like Black Bear songs um, you can you can bop while you cry <laughs> and I'm always down for like a sad bop and like being indoors, um, like I'm trying to get outside as much as I can on like a personal note, but like being inside a lot makes me sad sometimes. Um, and I find that the best way to kind of, I don't know, like lean into your sadness to like help you feel better is to bop because you know, dancing raises your endorphins makes you happier you know the the quote from legally blonde which is like somebody with endorphins would not want to kill somebody <laughs> that's how i feel with this song because it's it's a bummer but you're still hot you know you're still hot girl Period. yes <laughs> i said uh, so my song i think it doesn't matter regardless I listened to the song when it first came out and I was like, you know, vibing to it or whatever. And then I was making up my bed today. I was listening to it again. She said something and I was like, I was like, wow, really sad. I was like, just I think the chorus is like, don't have too much fun without me. Don't forget about me. I'm like, man, that is sad. The first time I thought it was Five song, whatever she. I think this is the first. It's not the first. Um, you know, thing she dropped. She obviously Lucy Ray Show Secure, but it's you know she dropped an EP soon. And she hasn't dropped a project since I think 2015. And that that project, that album was amazing. You you are you went out of your head. You like yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to hear more music from her. Um, one thing I do like, a, two things, 
Uh, one thing I do like about her a lot is that, you know, people are like, oh, why haven't you dropped anything in five years? And she's, you know, like, oh, she's like, she's very open about, you know, her mental health and that. Love it. So I think it's important for artists to you know, kind of follow suit and be honest. <laughs> yeah. So, um, cool. <laughs> yeah, New Music Mondays. Is this going to be like a weekly thing or is it going to be like a once in a blue moon thing? I just finished the this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the um for this upcoming like what can we expect to be on for the upcoming playlist? oh let's see let's see uh we got the, the song you just mentioned dragon ball drag remix um, i mentioned lost one um as far as like bigger names ty dollar sign dropped the song with Nicki minaj mm. black dot dropped a song with Pusha T. I forgot who else. and then an artist I got put on to was, I think it's called AG Club. They're from Memphis. Mm. Mm. With uh, Big Ace on it and NLE Shopper. That song is so good. It's so good. It's so. I'm So, yeah. So, that's what you can expect for the next New Music Monday. Um, freaking. So, the next thing we wanted to talk about is um, the quarantine weekly roundup. So basically, since we're inside all day, we got nothing better to do. A lot of us have been on Twitter, on social media, just like like psychoanalyzing everything that's happening, because it's not like we have anything better to do, um, if that's correct. <laughs> um, and so what we wanted to do is we wanted to uh, make the meat of these podcasts um, in addition to hip hop. Uh, we talk about like what's been going on on social media. So we each brought, in uh, every day is a new nightmare in post COVID America. So we're just gonna talk about, uh, we're just gonna have like a powwow about how we feel about what's going on. And we're just gonna, kumbaya about it we're gonna decompress together so we each brought a topic that just like really is gonna keep us awake at night <laughs> or not depending on what it is but um yeah does anybody want to go first i'll go yeah right. start out this quarantine roundup i was gonna talk about like uh was it remix culture and the modern day female rapper but I have something to say real quick about the University of Missouri. Um, you know, on the topic of quarantine, why'd y'all open? <laughs> why did you guys open? I'm not a student there anymore. Um, so I can't really say a whole lot, but I can come. Like, I think I have to like, I, I hear a lot of people have online classes for the most part, or all online classes. And it just sounds like people are being scammed to be in Missouri. Yeah, literal Missouri. <laughs> like, not St. Louis or Kansas City, Missouri, but Columbia, Missouri. Mm. And it's like, I don't know. People sacrifice a lot to send their kids to school it's for them to like live on campus. And just for the fact that some people could have saved that money. I don't know, that's just me. And just it's a global pandemic, like just for health reasons, aside from financial reasons. Like these kids, like you can't, you can't, I'm not even mad at kids for gathering. I'm really not like at this point, cause you can't stop kids from being kids. I mean, I know we're adults, but like, what did you expect? You thought people were going to be like, oh, let me go inside. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's, and that, that definitely, this past week, I've seen a lot of tweets about that. So. 
yeah and charging full tuition i don't know if you already said that I did not. Just, yeah. there's there's like a lot of class action lawsuits on that uh happening like at different universities because it's like online education can be a good substitute like not to like um pardon my language but not to shit on it's weird to be able to curse now but <laughs> not to shit on like online education or community colleges who like offer like a lot more online programs than like a normal university would as opposed to in-person education but online education is not the same as being able to be in person and like ask questions and like have hands-on examples um so you shouldn't charge the same you know yeah no especially for freshmen that they're mostly gen eds i'm sorry they're taking well i don't know if they've changed it to for as far as like the j school but Mm -hmm. for the most part you're taking math and science and english 1000 yeah and i mean like it's probably now that you think about it like it's probably easier for people to take like online classes if they're taking like a like a specific class for like a specific major where they're getting into like concepts that are like branching off from stuff they've already learned but when you're introducing something new like introducing it online probably can't be that easy and even like online tutoring like that can only do so much yeah especially if it's like um (laughs) math where you can watch somebody do a problem but if you're like me you get lost like halfway through and you're like wait where did that number come from and then as you get older the letters get in there and you're just like I don't know what's happening (laughs) so Kareem you're you're in you're near all these college kids you know what have you seen that's kind of made you scratch your head a little bit you know Man, uh, I believe what I've been seeing is like a lot of people going out on the weekends still. So like they'll be like taking their walks downtown in big groups and like the lack of mask that you see on everyone's faces is like kind of alarming. And is um, I've been seeing a lot of like partying going on. Uh, we have I'm still in like group chat. So a lot of people are still like they actually recently just had a probate uh, yesterday but uh yeah so yeah they it went and like i'm watching like snaps and everything from those and it's like it's crazy because like it was it was busting too but it's, <laughs> it looked like it was it was it was fun but man yeah it, it was it's definitely bittersweet that's all i'll say like it's crazy yeah, like, I, like i said i can't be mad at these kids really. like i was at first but then it's like if you're a senior, a lot of these kids are seniors in college, and they're starting their last year of college, like, in quarantine. It was hard enough for me to end college in quarantine, but, yeah. like, I'm so grateful for that last semester being like, I couldn't imagine it. Mm-hmm. Just for the fact that, you know, like, no places, like, everyone get out. Like, yeah. 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 And even it's, like, how do you, because like when you pay for university, you pay for like all the experiences too. And it's like, you can't even have half of those and you're paying full tuition. So I don't really blame them for being like, well, I'm going to get my money's worth by like interacting with people and like being on a university, you know, or a college, like, because that's, that's what it, that's what most people like remember the most when they go to university or four-year college, like the in-person stuff more so than like the classes. Like obviously you learn things and you carry that into your career, but I would argue that most people go to like four-year universities, especially a school like Mizzou for the in-person stuff, you know? So. No, that's, it's not the best party school, but they definitely know how to party. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's your, oh, sorry, adjusting my legs, but um, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I, it's hard to be mad at them, but yeah, and it's hard because, like, people are saying that this is the new normal, and I'm sure a lot of people don't want to accept that. 
That's just bleak. Yeah. It's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. It's a matter but, of time. Yeah. Anthony Fauci, you're invited to a barbecue if you vaccine. Give us this vaccine and then we'll talk about we'll talk about a barbecue. <laughs> right. But yeah, so Kareem or no, Sid, you had like your do you want to talk about the planned topic that you had about female artists and remixes? Okay, we can circle back. All right, Kareem. Okay. Uh well, in other news, uh we have this artist by the name of Six Nine, uh well known for being a rat for <laughs> and uh also trolling. And he's been on an all out troll tour as of late. Uh he's right. just recently uh he was in LA where he paid respect to the late Nipsey Hustle. And a lot of people didn't feel for that because Nipsey was big on like, you know, not snitching, like rats and everything like that. So it came off as disrespectful. But then as the recent, recent news, uh, 6 9 went back to Chicago and actually went to Chief Keefe's old neighborhood. Uh, him and Chief Keefe, they don't like each other, basically. Long story short, they don't like each other. So he thought it would be funny to mock him by going to his old neighborhood, paying respect to like his late homie. Uh, he has a homie named Nooski. Uh, he paid respect by leaving flowers there and leaving. And then he also like uh, went to go get some food from a well-known food chain of Harold's Chicken. Uh, and <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and then uh, he also uh, was walking through like an alley and like like pouring out some alcohol for respect as for like lost ones in Chicago and it was just completely disrespectful. Uh so he was recently also exposed because um there was a camera outside of Harold's chicken that showed him like getting out of a car. Like basically all his security got out the car, uh was like looking, scanning the area and then once he got the green light, he jumps out with the camera. He, he like, records this little one-minute clip of, like, disrespecting just so he can, like, pr- not only do this disrespect trolling, but, like, also, like, promote for his, like, album EP or whatever project he has going on. And then he'll, like, jump back in the car and then they'll, like, take off and leave. <laughs> He's just really trying to get in, in, like, under people's skin, but it's not, it's not the best way. Yeah, so that's what it was been going on with six nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this man is crazy. And like the the great I feel like the good thing about this is like the artists from Chicago aren't really playing into it because they're street smart. So they're like saying like we're not even gonna like give it any attention. Little Dirk actually came out I said little Dirk. Little Dirk <laughs> Little Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lil Derek actually went on live last night and um, basically addressed it by saying they're not playing into it. Actually, like six nines people actually reached out to him. Uh, his team, like somebody from his label, reached out, like, and offered him about I think eight million or something, some high number, so he can like play a part within uh, the joking. And he like turned it down. He said, "No, there's no money that's gonna let me like turn my back on my city and everything. Like, I'm not gonna do that." So, okay. so yeah, that's that on that. We're just gonna see how long Six Nine could go on with this. But uh. I remember we talked about when he got out of jail too. How long ago was that? Yeah, that was Sorry. recently. And didn't he did he get out for like he served his sentence or was it like a coronavirus? I think he's. I believe. Oh, snitched, yeah. Yeah, I think it was the snitching that really like helped him out and like just being corrupt. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) And I don't even want to get into this man's uh, pedophilic situation. I don't. I just this man stays trash, and people still listen to him. It. Yeah, no, I, I it's not a great, great woman, but I just, I didn't, didn't like that connection she built with it. 
Mm-mm. And she didn't ever say anything about it, did she? Uh, I don't think so. I don't like. I think she something with her brother and her um, husband, like something similar along those lines, where it's kind of like some unconfirmed um, situation that would kind of make you like, you know, raise your eyebrow, like, oh, like mess with them, like very yeah. circle, but yeah, Ugh, I. Hmm. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I get it. I mean, I'm sure she's just trying to respect the people in her life, but at some point, maybe it's just better to not say anything. And maybe that's what she's doing, but it's it's hard when people you love are problematic. <laughs> but mm, I don't know. Say that again? You're problematic. Yeah. You want me to go into my situation or? I'm okay. So I'm going to get into it because this made me so mad. And it makes me mad because I think personally that like sex, sex workers deserve more, like in general. Because let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Like rap music glorifies sex workers. Like, the internet glorifies sex workers. Hollywood, let's talk about the movie Hustlers. Sex workers are now cool. And, um, I mean, I wouldn't say cool, but I would say that they, like, a lot more girls are like, oh, I want to be empowered, like, sexually, because they see these women. And it just makes me so, like, heartbroken to see these women trying to, like, but yeah, let me get into it before I go on my tangent. Um, so Bella Thorne oh. of Shake It Up fame, the antithesis to our Lord and Savior Zendaya. <laughs> um, she started an OnlyFans, and an OnlyFans is an account uh, on like a service where like people can. Um, gain subscribers and the subscribers will pay like a certain fee each month to get content from that uh the procurer of the content and um usually like sex workers use it because it's a safe and it's a reliable way to make money so a lot of sex workers have turned to OnlyFans in quarantine to make money because it's a good way to connect with people and still be able to get that coin while you are making sure um like you are being respected and it's really really nice because it's nice to see people have agency in like doing things they love and having jobs um Bella Thorne however (laughs) wanted to ruin it for everybody so sis went online and she started OnlyFans and it was like a big thing. She was a child star when she had already like directed porno before as like a big thing that but nobody ended up caring. So I don't know why we were all surprised that she was trying to get into sex work with OnlyFans. But um so <laughs> sis was like making money because she I guess because people want to see child stars naked but our former child stars might add. Um, and so she was like, oh, like 200 bucks for a pay-per-view to see me naked. And she had initially like started whole OnlyFans being like, oh, I'm just gonna do bikini pics, no nudity. So then she turned around and was like, oh yeah, 200 bucks and you can see me naked. So she earned a million dollars, like a million dollars from this scam and people paid for this video and she wasn't naked and it's like so that in and of itself like whatever like if she doesn't want to be naked she doesn't want to be naked but only fans couldn't pay her the million dollars that she earned because she earned it in such like a quick amount of time and like (sighs) 
people were asking for payouts at the same time they were trying to pay her her million dollars because obviously they paid the $200 to see her naked. She wasn't naked, so they asked for refunds and balancing Bella Thorne, who was like, I want my money, and then these people wanting their refunds, OnlyFans is like, look, we can't pay both. So they put caps on how much people could charge for subscription fees, which obviously, like, beforehand, that was dependent on how much, like, traffic your page got. And so now they can only charge, like, um, I want to say... Like 50 bucks at most. I don't know for sure. But basically, the subscription fee system has a cap now, and um, people could send individual tips that um, could go as high as they wanted it to. Um, now they can only tip like $100 max. And the sex workers and other OnlyFans content creators uh, were going to get paid at the end of this next week. Now they're not going to get paid till October. And Bella Thorne came out and was like, oh, well, I did it because I'm going to make a movie about, like, what sex work does to people. And it just, yeah. Wow. I'm mad. Wow. <laughs> yeah, everybody just wants to, everybody wants to be empowered, but don't take away people's right to empower themselves. And that's what Bella Thorne did. And she just like does not see it. So it's just weird. Like that's a weird thing to do. Yeah. And <laughs> what? She already makes money off Instagram, so I don't understand why she needed to do OnlyFans. And doesn't don't, don't stars like get paid like when their show like their old shows air or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Royalties somewhere, like in some country, maybe not here, but she's probably still getting paid from that. Mm-hmm. And she's still making movies and like, like she's yeah. a movie coming out, like the babysitter, like the sequel to the first one of that. And then, um, like she still gets paid royalties for like the song she made during her Disney Channel era. And wow. she's got a lot of connections with YouTubers and like DJs. And she still does YouTube videos where she's a partner with YouTube. And, like, she, I'm sure she gets paid from being a DJ. I don't know what kind of DJ she is, but, um, you know, it just was unnecessary. It just sounded like um, she – I hate to say it because I don't want to, like, trivialize. I don't even know. I just It sounded to me like she wasn't getting enough attention, so she was like, let me go here. And, like, obviously getting naked – when you were like a uh, Disney Channel, like child star is gonna be like, oh my God, like she's having a child star meltdown. Oh my God. Which that is like a whole nother conversation, but she ruined it for everybody else. And that just, and then when she apologized, she was like, oh, well I've done so much for sex workers. And you're just like, shut up, <laughs> like stop. <laughs> oh gosh, but. Yeah, that's that on that. Yeah, Bella Thorne. I don't even know what to say, because, like, watching Shake It Up as a child, mm. I never even thought about, like, oh, one of them's going to make it, one of them is, and I just thought, like, the show would go on forever. And that, like, obviously was impossible because they had to grow up at some point. Yeah. And I feel like Zendaya's done such a great job of transitioning from a child star to, you know, an adult actress. I feel like she's probably one of the, the best modern day examples. Like she's got nominated for an Emmy, didn't yeah, she? For Euphoria. Yeah, I mean, she did a great job in Euphoria. Like, amazing job, but yes. Yeah, my mom, my mom used to always say that. And my mom, like, you know how, like, your mom says something and then it comes true and she won't, like, <laughs> get the end of it. My mom used to always say that. She used to say, oh my God, Zendaya's gonna be big. And I don't know about Belle Thorne, but I know Zendaya's gonna be big. And now Bella Thorne's a mess, and Zendaya is like winning Emmys, like you said. And now my mom thinks she's like <laughs> a miracle, like a fortune teller. My mom's like, I'm always right. Like this, I know what the stars are gonna tell me. <laughs> Real quick, because I know that um, production halted for Euphoria. At least I don't know about other shows. What are some shows you guys watch that like? 
production's been halted. You don't know when next season's coming out. That you're like you know, sad about because quarantine. Hmm. So what? The shy. Shy. Yeah, I watched the first episode, like of the first season, and never went back. I feel guilty because Lena Waithe, you know. Man, mm-hmm. it gets better. It definitely, it definitely got better. Uh, the second, what was it? The second or third season? I don't forget, but whatever the last season one, it was like perfect. It was, it had my attention from the first episode all the way to the last. So it was kind of long, but it was still worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I might, I might get into that thing. You have to. You have to. Yeah, it's on Hulu, right? Or it's, Showtime. Um, either Showtime or HBO. I think it's Showtime. Time, Showtime. Gotcha. Yeah. Watch that on Showtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Euphoria was the show that I was most bumped about because... Um, they were supposed to, like, the new season was supposed to be out already, but they're going back to filming, which they haven't even finished filming. Um, they're going back to filming this upcoming month. Okay, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, (laughs) let's hope that goes well. I, like, I never know, like, when, like, returning to something is, like, good or bad. Like I'm not, I'm not educated enough on like the coronavirus to know whether that's like a good idea or not. And obviously, like film studios are going to be like, oh well, like there's a hand sanitizer bottle on every corner of the set, or like, and they're not going to specify like how they're socially distancing because I don't know, like they're not usually transparent like that because they want to keep like stuff spoiler free. So I don't know, but we'll see. Hopefully, it goes well. Um, but also, like, with maybe transitioning into the next topic, um, with Chadwick Boseman's death, like, I don't want people to be putting themselves in, like, horrible situations just for art, you know? Like, yeah. there's already enough art out there that, like, we could we could do without if it's going to really hurt people, you know? I'm thinking about, like, crowd like the crowded hallways of like the high school euphoria like yeah with that i hope they film that beforehand yeah but, and like the party scenes because i'm sure like there's gonna be way more parties in the next season yeah no i i don't even know how you can do that just for the sake of like testing every single person mm. and then it's like i don't know i feel like nothing is really sure at the same time yeah. because then like someone might unless you do like a little bubble at the nba doing oh you can't leave like this little neighborhood until we're done filming mm-hmm. but i don't that that would probably be the best idea but i don't know i i have no idea this is just crazy i'm trying to think of another show that has gotten oh you guys watch the society on netflix Yes. No. What is that? Wild. It's probably like the least diverse show that's like ever been made since like the 1950s, but it was really good. And um, it was about it was about these kids. They like went on a like a field trip. They're in high school, and they get dropped off at the destination. And the destination is the town that they're from, but there's nobody there except for them. <laughs> Like, it's crazy. I gotta, I gotta check this. No, it's really good. It's good. And um, yeah, they just announced that they're not coming back for a second season. Oh. Yeah. After, I think like last, I think like up until May, I was like, oh, I'm waiting for the new season. I'm a binge watch since we're in quarantine. It's going to be great. And we're just not getting it like yeah. at all. Yeah, that makes me think of, like, just thinking about all the TV shows that probably are getting canceled just because, like, they have to, like, put off production because of this virus, and then eventually, like, the studio's probably, like, we're losing money, like, no, like, you're done. I just think about, like, movie theaters, because, like, me and my dad are big moviegoers, and I love going to the movies, like, I'm obsessed with the Oscars, like, even though the Oscars kind of (laughs) suck, but, um, like, 
so many movie theaters are going out of business out here, especially like because um, we there's we don't really get like a lot of movies. We only get like the big blockbusters, and like that's like the island I'm on in Hawaii, Oahu, is like the most um, populated island. So that's not even considering like the other islands that are less populated and they don't probably even get the movies unless they're like super big, like Marvel movies or um, like, I don't know, just really big movies. Um, but so many like, like vehicles for art and stuff are just getting shafted by this virus and it just breaks my heart because <laughs> movie theaters are pillars of the community. <laughs> Oh, it's like cool, like Friday night thing to go do. Just like yeah, we go to movies. You go to movies. Yeah, like, that's like a pillar of our friendship, Sid, too. Because I remember, like, when we first started, like, really getting close, we went to go see. Yeah, no, go see. Um, Endgame was Infinity War. You was Infinity War. It was yeah. Infinity War. Yeah, and we, really, we would not shut up. Like, everyone was getting so mad at us because we were freaking out about this movie. And it was a good movie. But at the same time, like, to see all these movie theaters, like, going out of business. And there's still, like, movie trailers getting released. Like, Wonder Batman. Woman. Wonder Woman. Batman with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be interesting to see, like, how those releases happen because I know Mulan got like pushed off for a long time and now it's coming out like on streaming services which is that this weekend (laughs) wait when is Mulan coming out I have to check I know I I think Wonder Woman got pushed back and I think they're trying to release it in theaters but like in October and that's really soon and things have actually gotten worse (laughs) to be honest like Right. But yeah. Um, shoot. Well, speaking of releases, <laughs> nice little segue. Do you want to circle back to our topic about remixes for like the last thing we talk about? Yes, circling back. Yes. All right. <laughs> so basically, I feel like since quarantine started, really, probably beforehand, but it started with. The Savage remix with Megan Stallion and Beyonce. I don't know why I have to think about that. It's Beyonce. Um, but yeah, the, the term true remix came about. I saw that a lot. And I guess that's when people, they don't just have the same, ver- the same verse or they take away one of the verses and have someone else jump on it. They actually rewrite majority of their verse and then someone else comes in and jumps in. And Meg Thee Stallion definitely did that. Beyonce definitely did that. And they, the song was great. The remix was amazing. And then I'm trying to think the next remix that came out like that. It was uh, Nicki Minaj and... Doja Cat. Yeah. Yes. They so um, And then I think it was What's Poppin' with uh, Jack Harlow. He had a whole bunch of people on that. I think he had Wayne on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's been you guys' favorite, you know, remix? It doesn't even have to be during quarantine or even if the person didn't write the song, which favorite remix? Hmm. Mm. I don't know. Okay, so this is going to be like a stupid answer. <laughs> like, I, I've been listening to a lot of like songs that I used to listen to in like middle school lately because like I'm living with my parents. Like, it, it feels like I'm a middle schooler again. <laughs> But um, y'all remember when Britney Spears put out that remix and it was like her, Kesha, and Nicki Minaj? I've never heard it. It's my first time hearing about this. <laughs> oh my God, it was so good. It was like uh, Till the World Ends remix. And it was like her, it was her, Kesha, and Nicki Minaj. And it was awesome. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like it wouldn't hold up to like, and they did rewrite, they did rewrite verses because like Kesha writes her own songs and I don't know about Nikki, but um, they did rewrite verses for those two features. And um, I mean, I don't know if it would hold up to like the Meg 
Beyonce collab or even like the Say So remix because it was pretty pretty good but at the same time like I just remember that being like the only remix that I really liked I never heard I did not know that happened oh my god you need to listen to it <laughs> it'll it'll be like you'll be blasted right back into your keys <laughs> Mr. Kareem uh do they have to be remixes can they be covers sure why not no oh. rule well, uh, just recently, I know um, there's this influencer. His name is Curran Frost. He had like, yeah, like a, uh, some, what did he have? Like a fundraiser, uh, telethon. Yeah. And he had like different people come on and perform. Uh, actually, he had Hip Hop Harry come on and perform, which is weird because he had regular artists like Little Yachty and everybody. And then it was like Hip Hop Harry. <laughs> just like, whoa. Like but. Who's next? Like that. <laughs> that's probably what that's on TikTok now. That's really big on TikTok. Performed oh all the, God. all the bops. But uh, yeah, the cover that I, I like, um, he had Lil Yachty on there, and he he did like a cover to this song by Mac DeMarco. It's called uh, On a Level. Oh. So like Lil Yachty like did a cover to that. It was beautiful because it was like it had the little Lil Yachty auto tune twist on it. So it was pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm just impressed that he got he convinced Hip Hop Perry to go <laughs> to right? Oh yeah, they all know he had Hip Hop Perry. That's the yeah. That's the <laughs> He's right. like, way back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Do you think Hip Hop Perry? How much money do you think you'd have to pay Hip Hop Perry to like curse? <laughs> Was it like a kids bop remix? Like a, I don't even know what. <laughs> no, he just, he just did all his, performed all his songs and it's just, they were all. Songs. I thought he just danced. Yeah. No, bro. He actually like has songs, bro. Like, bro. Choreography. Good, bro. They're actually good. That's the crazy part. Like me and Morgan was just watching it and we're, he actually had us dancing a little bit. Was, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I was like, okay, okay. I was, I'm definitely gonna put my kids onto him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, what an icon. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, just did. Did you say your favorite remix? Um, I didn't say my favorite one, but since we're doing covers, also, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Ryan Beatty. Mm. Yeah. He he did a he did like the I don't know if you ever heard the uh. Tyler Christmas album. Tyler Perry Christmas the album. One. Oh, Tyler Perry Christmas album? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that would be a mess of a Christmas album. <laughs> no, Medea. But. about that. Oh, my God. But yeah. Sorry. No, Tyler the Creator got the Christmas album, I want to say two Christmases ago. And, you did it for uh, the Grinch, right? Yeah, no, it was for the Grinch, yeah. And Ryan Beatty was on that. But um, Ryan Beatty used to be like a YouTube singer. I, I feel like he was like the, along with the Justin Bieber. Um, Grace and Chance. Grace, I don't know who that is. You don't? Oh my God. He's the guy who did the paparazzi cover on the piano. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Austin Mahone, um, Cody Simpson, people that just kind of have like gotten famous from singing on YouTube. Ryan Beatty was one of those kids and he was good. And um, he did a cover of Lana, Lana Del Rey's video games. That, it was, it was so good. He took it down and I can't find it anywhere. Oh. Like nowhere. But it was beautiful. I would just be like sitting like in like a random place, like in public, like listening to it on my phone. That's how good it was. Oof. Yes. I love a good cover. Yes. <sighs> okay, so do you know another something else I want to talk about? You know, obviously Chadwick Bozeman passed away. Mm. What is that? Friday? Yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday? Friday. Yesterday? No, it was Friday. It was Friday late evening. Yeah. 
So what were you guys, you know, he gave us so many iconic films while he, like, was battling colon cancer. Man. That. What were you guys, like, what were you guys' favorite movie with him in it? Black Panther. (laughs) Panther. No question. But I mean, I'm, I seen him in, uh, I don't know which movie that was, but he was like playing like, was it James Brown? Was it? Like, oh, Get On Up. Yeah. Get On Up, yeah. Like, he did a really good job in that, but Black Panther yeah. one yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. I like the 32 a lot. Yeah. And with, um, I forget the actress's name. Nicole Behart, because she's an amazing actress as well. I feel like them together... As like they were amazing together. That's all I have to say. Like they really elevated each other's performances. I think that was like the first time I really, you know, saw him. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say forty two as well, but I know that he did play Thurgood Marshall in another movie. I don't know the title of it, but my family and I are planning on having like a Chadwick Boseman marathon this mm-hmm. week of like different movies just to like pay respects to him and also like give like his reputation or give movies that like give accurate representation like Chadwick did like our money um and he did so he did James Brown he did Jackie Robinson Thurgood Marshall and Black Panther and I don't know if anybody else has like been able to give that range like <laughs> like I'm sure lots of black artists can give like range and then some but at the same time just like proves that proves that like he just kind of embodied so many iconic roles and it'll be hard to like I'm sure I feel like it's too early to even say the word like recast but I feel like um like he will never It'll be hard to forget, you know? Yeah. Mm. I think Marvel said that um, the girl that played his sister, Shuri, is going to be the new Black Panther. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My who? <laughs> the girl that played his sister, Leticia Wright. Leticia. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, watching all the celebrity, like, um, just messages and, like, tweets about him and seeing all the videos and the, the meme of the kids at the academy. Yeah. No, that, that got me. I love that. I love that gif of them all dancing, but I never knew where it came from until. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I used that gift for like barbecue tweets like twice. <laughs> Cause it's just such a it's such a tea gift. <laughs> I just want that to be my energy all the time. What? Are you gonna say something? No, it just hit me like what she was talking about with uh, the kids. I was like, wait. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, they were gonna see. They were like, it was like an early screening of Black Panther too. That's why they were so teased. Oh, interesting. Wow. <laughs> they were. They were so cute. I just want to cry because they were so excited. <laughs> did you guys see that video of um those people giving like the. I don't know what like kind of setup it was, but they they were like in that room with like the Black Panther poster and they were just saying like, oh my God, like Black Panther means this to me. And then uh, Chadwick oh. come out from behind the curtain. And I was like, how do they like lure these people into here? Like, <laughs> they're like, here, come tell this poster, everything about, <laughs> I don't know, but it would be a weird setup, but I, I like the video. It really, really made me cry. <laughs> mm. oh, is there anything else y'all want to 
Wear a mask. Wear a mask. I don't have one around me. I think I just saw one. There's one on the floor, probably. Which is on the floor. But besides the point. Everyone, come on. Wear a mask, please. Um, stay home. Go out with one or two, one or two people. Mm-hmm. Social distance. Yeah. Wear your mask and wash your mask. What? Yes. Stinky. <laughs> and wash your mask. Yeah. Especially if it's a cloth one, if it's a disposable one, like wear it like until it's nasty and then throw it away. <laughs> and I don't know. I just like before my internship was over, I heard my boss and she was like, Yeah, like we've been wearing these masks since like four months and I really have not been washing them and I'm like <laughs> I was like <laughs> <laughs> it was nasty. I was like, "Girl, you have a baby at home." Like, baby, just I haven't really been washing them. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. It's a wrap on episode. Yeah. <laughs> so one. Yeah. All right, and socials before we end it oh yes okay um i actually just changed all my i actually changed one of them um you can find me on twitter and instagram at noel walton underscore um no it hasn't really been catching on at work people just call me sydney so i've accepted that it's whatever Noel Walton sounds so professional. It's ridiculous. I love it. Not professional. I thought it sounded like cool and mysterious and like. Oh well, yeah, in like a professional capacity. Oh, in a professional. <laughs> you're like you're like, she's cool professionally, but I would never be cool enough to know her personally. You know. Boom. And the real one knows it. Period. Well, my socials are still Rachel's lucky because, you know. I just don't have the capacity for nicknames because my name is too simple. And my dad keeps trying to give me nicknames, but they are all horrible. Um, but that's R-A-C-H-E-L dot Z-A-L-U-C-K-I. It's Polish. I don't know. I'm not Polish. <laughs> but it is what it is. It's one of those cool, like, foreign-sounding names. Um, I feel like it'd be it would hit a little different if my name wasn't so plain, <laughs> but I'm making it work. <laughs> Here, Kareem. Uh, well, you can, uh, follow me on Instagram at Sir Kareem. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Sorry Kareem because the guy who has Sir Kareem isn't budging to give me the Sir Kareem yet. But hey, we're making it happen. So, Sorry Kareem for now. <laughs> no, he's like, nah, bro. No, bro. Like, I've reached out to him. Bro, he has like 10 followers. And I'm just like, barbecue <laughs> <laughs> username. I DM whoever had it, and they were like, you have $20. I was like, no, I'm not have $20. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. Maybe you can do like quarantine barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> fan base, okay. Everyone that's listening, here's your fan base name. Barbecuties. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I love that. I'm gonna put yeah. that in my bio. The barbecuity. <laughs> One of three. <laughs> okay. Well so are we are we doing this weekly? Yes. Yep. So catch us next week. Uh, we're going to be debuting on Wednesdays. Right? So, yes. 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 On Wednesday. Um, I can post it's like a preview or something like that today, probably. Yeah. But. Yeah. So catch, catch us on Wednesdays. And the schedule may change. Uh, Two out of three of us are busy people. And, you know, things can change. But, you know, we're out here giving you content, so you're welcome. (laughs) 
All right. <laughs>